0: Now, today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. Federal officials are reportedly scrapping plans to move FBI headquarters to a suburban location in Washington, D.C. GSA officials were expected to announce the decision today. The FBI building project has been under discussion for years, with three potential sites in Prince George's and Fairfax counties vying for the project involving about 11,000 jobs. The plan had been slowed in recent months by a GSA demand that Congress fully fund the $2.5 billion project. President Trump did not include funding for the project in his 2018 budget. Yesterday, we reported the Veterans Affairs Department has fired 525 workers in the first six months of 2017. Today, we learn that's about half the rate of previous years. For example, it fired more than 2,500 employees in fiscal 2016. Federal employee groups and experts say they are confused by VA's recent decision to post this information online. VA Secretary David Shulkin says the decision to post weekly reports about its disciplinary actions to the public is another step toward improving transparency and accountability. A new audit finds the VA is approving disability claims for Gulf War illnesses at much lower rates than other medical conditions. The Government Accountability Office says that from 2010 to 2015, VA's approval rates for Gulf War illness claims were about three times lower than for all other disabilities, despite the department's own estimates that GWI affects about 44% of veterans who served in the first Gulf War. A new report points to several possible factors, including the complexity of the medical conditions that make up Gulf War illness claims and the fact that only 10% of VA's medical examiners have been trained to recognize those conditions. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A former Veterans Affairs nurse has been sentenced to 38 months in prison for obtaining controlled substances by deception. 32-year-old Nathan Baum, a licensed practical nurse who worked at the hospice ward at the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Albany, New York, pleaded guilty to improperly accessing oxycodone hydrochloride, a potent opioid used to treat moderate to severe pain. U.S. Customs and Border Protection is launching a new mobile app for prospective agents and officers to track their progress through the hiring process. Called CBP Jobs, the app offers frontline applicants updates about the status of their application and provides important notifications about upcoming appointments and next steps. The White House Office of American Innovation gets some new marching orders.
1: The Information Technology and Innovation Foundation urges the office to rethink government practices, processes, and procurement. The Foundation's latest report calls for the appointment of a Chief Innovation Officer at the White House. It suggests the White House create an innovation ideas panel where industry can present problems and solutions to a small panel of federal officials. The report also directs the White House to explicitly require innovation in the federal procurement process. I'm Meredith Summers.
0: Maryland representative Anthony Brown wants to create a position to coordinate the government's response when cyber attacks target federal workers. The new position would coordinate actions relating to the release of social security numbers, personal financial information, addresses, and other details. The idea is part of an amendment Brown wants to add to the 2018 defense authorization bill. A top Treasury Department official under two Republican presidents has been nominated by President Trump to take a key position on the Federal Reserve Board. The selection of Randall Quails marks President Trump's first effort to reshape the nation's central bank, an institution he criticized during the campaign for its low interest rate policies and efforts aimed at cracking down on risky banking practices. An Obama-era official takes his agency in a direction opposed by the Trump administration.
1: The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau finalizes a rule proposed last year but opposed by the current White House. It bars financial services firms from requiring customers to settle complaints by arbitration. That means they can file class action lawsuits with all of the expense and venue shopping those bring. Some members of Congress have urged the White House to remove CFPB Director Richard Cordray. I'm Tom Temin.
0: Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes.
1: Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.